fellow investigators and welcome back to our video podcast into the darkness where my friends and i play the call of cthulhu role-playing game i'm your host john Rayleigh. our campaign is the two-headed serpent it was written by matthew sanderson paul fricker and scott dorward with editing by mike mason it's available from the chaosium website our game master is matthew sanderson and this is episode 34 now for the recap you're listening to WITV radio So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matthew? All right. Thank you very much, Tom. So as we left it, the phone's just been put down. You know that your uh, your serpent man is currently on his way to Brooklyn, so going back to the Green Garden Cafe. What do people want to do? Uh, well, well, we what, need to... <laughs> what do you think, Connor? Well, we need to go there before they cause any significant harm. Otherwise, uh, our friend's yeah, like, little visage is going to... Exactly. Um, uh, all right, I guess uh, me and Connor better... Uh, unless the rest of you want to come, I don't know what... If you want to question him about um, uh, um, the inner night or anything like that, or... I am bloody exhausted after making these things. Right, uh, Doc. I'm. I think I've had a bit enough excitement for us recently. What, what yeah, yeah. Hanging, hanging out with Connor will do that to you. Um, Gerhard, do you want to take a few minutes away from the uh, the library book? Oh, okay, now he's stuck in the book there. <laughs> You're muted. 
I I'm learning Hindi for our trip. Of course you are. Okay. Um, what was the stupid name that you fake name you gave me? Barry. Barry. Was Barry it Barry? And Gary. Barry. Yeah. Gary will stay with us. All right. Put your. Uh, put your. Who's Gary? You mean Gabe? Gabe. Gabe. Gary. G. The G. The G man. The G man. All right. Connor, put your suit on and. Uh, We'll uh, we'll head over and um, deal deal with this. Yeah, Gabe's quite uh, quite happy sat in a corner by himself, uh, munching away on yet another pigeon, probably another <laughs> another <laughs> victim of Gerhardt's testing of the uh, the gravity manipulator. I, I think I'm going to um, sit with Gabe for a bit and see if he'll you know tell me some stuff about the the inner night. Mm -hmm. If he's if he's really loyal to them or if you know he's more interested in eating yeah, no, he'll, rats. he'll open up a bit um he's quite happy to kind of tell you about how he got involved with uh with the inner night in the first place cool. that it wasn't really by choice um that essentially it was almost a uh, very hard recruitment drive going into a you kind of hesitate to use the word nest, but there were various there are various pockets underground where the serpent people still dwell, and they appeared at we'll call it a nest for all intents and purposes. They they appeared at their nest on a recruitment drive to essentially say, "Do you want to join us?" And if they said yes, then they went with basically on one side of the line, and if they said no, then they ended up being uh, their head severed from their body and the rest of it put in a pit. So they were. Oddly enough, not many people said no after the first uh, the first round of head started rolling. So he just kept his head down, did what he was told, but then you presented him the opportunity to get out. So he's quite happy to take it. Had had he ever been up to the surface before? Well, he had been every so often. Um, not on a, what would be considered a very regular basis, but he did pop his head out every few years just to see how things were around there. He, he was based out in the Middle East quite some time but right. he had been he had been to other places he had been especially with the inner night where they they constantly move around especially rose that she's very rarely in one place at the same time but where she goes with her entourage she has this book that she carries with uh, with her that's her testament of sathogwa so it's almost like her kind of black bible as it were this yeah book of Book of pretty vile stuff. Okay. And does yeah, he have any idea how there came to be this um, fight between her and her father? Uh, yes, because she uh, she's not made that any kind of secret in the inner night. Uh, she was originally sent on a mission by Caduceus. She was originally a loyal member of um, of the cult of Yig, but when she'd been sent to uh, on a mission, he can't remember exactly where, but he remembers that it was uh, some of the deepest caverns in the world that she ended up descending into, uh, following up word of a Sathogwa cult that they were going there to eradicate. That most of her team were were killed; those that didn't die fled, and she was left alone in the dark, wandering deeper and deeper until she actually came face to face with the god, uh, with Sathogwa itself, and she was converted. She was given 
direct proof of the existence of a god that could offer her strength and could offer her power, whereas Yig had never done that. Uh. So she sided with Sathogwa and then started preaching his gospel to the rest of the serpent, pers- uh, the serpent people race. Okay, that makes sense. And then the rest of it, of course, her father disagreed with her and then they fought and then they split up. Well, yeah, she, she was originally trying to subvert Caduceus from the inside until, the, until she was discovered. And at that point, um, her, well, rather his, this is um, Joshua Meadham's bodyguard, the, uh, the overseer that they call Canning, right. uh, spat acid in her face. And that's why, uh, why she's disfigured. She should be able to take care of that if she switches to another body, though, shouldn't she? You'd mm. think. Yeah, anyway. I think she. Uh, I think she likes the scars, in a way. Battle scars. Well, and and also that she's she's also a hybrid, so it's part of her physical makeup now. It's not just part of um, a consumed likeness. Ah. Um, likewise, with Joshua, they they were hybridized so that they were. They were part human to get round the problem with the shadows. Ah, and it, make, okay. it makes their it makes their uh, deception more real, or more right. believable. Cool. So that's what I'm doing all this time. Yeah. No, worries. he'll he'll expand upon that in in various places. So, all right. So uh, Gerhard, you're in the uh, the corner with no, nose in book, learning learning Hindi. Right. Uh, give me give me an int roll, and you get a bonus die for your. Uh, linguist talent as well. Uh, oh six. Okay. And with the bonus, it doesn't. Yeah. Oh six. <laughs> so that that'll be an extreme for you then. Uh, right. Well, roll one d ten. Eight. Okay. So this is effectively like impaling a language in terms of damage. So gain eighteen points of Hindi. Nice. So you, you are soaking that book up, especially uh, especially well as you remember every single thing that you read in the book. <laughs> and the, the, the good doctor. Oh <clears throat> well, I'm wrapping up studies on those lovely on that lovely baby suit. I yeah. must be getting close, and mm-hmm. I'm uh, uh, with any spare time. Well, I suppose as I wait for the last results to come through, I continue developing and putting the final touches to my three types of neuromuscular toxins. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any sort of uh, uh, information I can glean from the recent acquisition from the Caduceus Library upon our last raid that, that touched a little bit on uh, life after death sort of uh, mm-hmm. subjects, I will pour the remaining time into that. Okay, yeah, there's, there's definitely that uh, resurrection spell which you found, which very much involves reducing a body down to its essential salts and then rising it up. Um, there is warning about ye liveliest awfulness that should arise from using imperfect salts. So it is something that is part science, but also very, very scientific in its approach. Uh, very much like alchemy, uh, that it's something you don't want to mess up. <laughs> there is, uh, there is very figure that no out quite <laughs> All right, so then it's um, Connor and Magnus are heading off to the Green Garden Cafe. Okay. All right. Um, as you are wanting to get there, you said before the mafioso have time to rough him up and potentially break his consumed likeness spell or whichever variation he's using. 
Uh, do you want to give me a drive auto roll, whoever is driving, to see how quickly yeah, we get? Yeah, the big corner. <laughs> yep. Hope not to repeat an Oklahoma incident. Yeah. Well, you learned a lot from that, though. <laughs> I did. 48 is a regular pass. Okay. Um, you're able to get there uh, pretty quick. And you're not dot jumping lights, but kind of maybe weaving in, uh, in and out of traffic, overtaking slower cars, and generally getting there pretty, pretty quick. Uh, to the point where you arrive at the Green Garden Cafe, uh, just as you're coming down the road, you can see a car pulling up ahead of you and someone being bundled out from the back. So they, you're, you, you're pulling in like seconds or a minute or so at most behind them. Cool. And you, you can see the uh, the shutters are pulled down over the um, over the windows. Um, you can see the same on the door, but you can catch that from the interior light. There is someone stood on the other side of the doorway, keeping um, keeping an eye on things out that are happening out in the restaurant. But it seems pretty much deserted. Uh, normal patrons, anyway. All right, Barry, you ready? Always. You got your tools? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I believe so. All right, so we'll uh, we'll jump out of the car and make our way over so they can mm -hmm. see us coming. Well, the, all the blinds are down at the moment, but you can see the shadow of someone stood behind the front door blind. Cool. So I'll, I'll knock. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, there's a pause for a second, and then someone opens the door on the other side, and you can see the uh, the concierge that you saw earlier. Ah, gentlemen. I was about to say that the uh, the restaurant was closed this evening, but uh, I think we'll be making the exception in your case. Please we, come in. We have a special reservation. <laughs> You're in, in the private room at the back, I understand. Ah, perfect, perfect. Mm. Uh, come on, Barry. Um, so, yeah, we'll make our way through. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, so the restaurant's deserted. All the chairs are being stood up on end. There's the back door which goes out towards the kitchen where you've seen the various servers come in and out of before. And going through into the kitchen, you can hear where there's definitely noise that you can follow. And you're going out towards a back storeroom that's kind of towards the corner back end of the kitchen and near, the, near their loading bay, so where all their goods come in at the back. And inside, there's a single chair which has been bolted to the floor, which they are currently tying uh, Bresciani to with this kind of eat shit grin on his face and a ring of people around him. There's probably about eight people, including yourselves, so nine including him in the room at the moment, eight standing, him sitting. And amongst them, uh, six of them, you can vaguely recognize the faces of people you've probably seen in the restaurant before. But two of them, there is definitely Casale, and also um, Bonventure is here as well, cool. as the, the head of his former crew. Yeah. Um, Casale turns around to, to see you and uh, smiles and says, Ah, oh, come in. Uh, I would say pull up a chair, but uh, currently the only one's a bit occupied at the moment. You don't want to be sitting oh. in that one. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. This, yeah. is, uh, this is Barry. Oh. Yeah, he nods. Pleasure. Oh, the right. hasn't started yet. <laughs> no, no, no. We've uh, we've literally just been setting the scene and uh, informing our dear friend here of the uh, the digits he'll be losing if he doesn't tell us what we want to know. Uh, well, he uh, he won't be uh, smiling for much longer once Barry has a uh, has a few moments with him. Mm -hmm. 
Ah, uh, Cassell raises uh, raises his eyebrows and says, "Oh, you're uh, you're in the making people talk game, yes?" Oh yeah, I this is my so. interrogation guy. Ah, yes, yes. You said you had someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Barry O'Hanlon. He's he's the the best uh, the best interrogation guy on the east side. No, good. To have the best here. interrogation guy on any side. That's true. <laughs> Okay, uh, the three people, or the four people rather, that are currently uh, tying in the sh- uh, basically tying the shit out of him and trussing him up so he, uh, he can't move, are pretty happy the fact that they have Bresciani that he's not going to be getting off that chair. Mm. At which point, uh, Bonventure says, Grant, you, can, you can take a hike for the minute, just go out and wait in the kitchen. If, any, if anything sounds like it's going wrong, come in. But otherwise, I think the four of us here, myself, Mr. Casale and our two guests will probably be enough to uh, to have a chat with our former associate. And they they file out, so it's just the five of you, including him, in the room. Then um, Casale turns to uh, turns to Connor. Says, "Well, if you want to uh, open up with the the firing uh, the first salvo, then be our guest." No, it'd be my it'd be my pleasure. You can see they they take a step back and they're they're kind of interested to see what you do, as if almost as if they're taking mental notes for for future reference. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll, I'll walk up, and I want to just get a like a good look at his eyes. Is is he is the skin a bit loose? Or is this, or is he in the shadow? Like the shadow look weird. What version of it is he in? At the moment, he's got a light positioned right above him. So you do have to look around on the floor for a, for a few seconds, but you do notice that it is his shadow that is wrong. His eyes have nothing wrong about them. So you also remember the found that there were the um, the bits of the body left at the apartment that he had had to have eaten the corpse. So he didn't just skin it. So I'm going to pull out my switchblade mm-hmm. and just gently kind of put the point onto his hand mm-hmm. and kind of just start wearing it into the skin. Not en- not enough to damage and break the... Or I'm trying not to, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, d- he does look at you somewhat curious as if he's not really registering any pain. Uh, you think probably a bit like uh, yourself, he's got armor. <laughs> of his uh, heavy plated skin so this isn't necessarily hurting him at all so he is looking at you somewhat perplexed and just says what's holding you back mm-hmm. and so the well I could, could continue to hold back uh, first I want to tell you why uh, Rose had to kill those men any or the hint of a smile that was on his face pretty much dissipates the moment you say Rose. And then I'll say, um, I'm kind of get up close in, in his ear and whisper in the call, um, I'll tear your fangs out, kid. <laughs> Better start talking. Okay, so you know about the inner night then? Oh, very, very familiar. Yeah, uh, at which point you can hear Cassell in the corner say, that was that other organization that they were talking about the last time we were, uh, 
and he just used to Magnus. Then he was here. Mm, that's the one. He, yeah. Out of um, so so Casal and Ember can't see um mm. in the direction of uh, of of Connor and um, the guy in the chair. I'm gonna kind of pull my shirt back and and like kind of point the scepter out a little bit just to be like, you know, we know what your fucking game is. Okay, yeah, he his eyes open a little wider and he nods. Okay, I'm I'm prepared to open negotiations. Negotiations. Yeah, <laughs> I'm prepared. To, I'm prepared to give you some information that I'm pretty uh, pretty sure that people in your position will want if you just let me walk out of here. You know that I've got no interest in this in these people. Okay, so why did you why did you kill him, huh? What was the message for if it wasn't for these fine the fine people of this family? It was for these fine people here to get them riled up enough that they would go and attack the Caduceus installations. They didn't make them. Uh, they didn't make a move. So I decided to drop a few breadcrumbs that would lead them to their bug cache at the warehouse to see if they would go in and un uh, go in and unleash it across most of this this side of the city. And but then they didn't bother turning up. Someone blew it up much too early. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I could uh, ruin your plans there, chum. Uh, so what? <laughs> thing I don't understand is why why release the bugs across the city, huh? That's not really your your guys' style, is it? No, but it gives Caduceus a hell of a problem to deal with, so it takes their eyes off the ball of what's going down in Calcutta. <laughs> but come on. I mean, They're certainly past that, that stage of, of the game. Well, you don't know what's around here. <laughs> but it also helps to... Um, Let's just say, add a little bit of icing on the cake. I mean, the real, the real thing that's going down here is what I'm prepared to tell you. But like I say, I'm not prepared to, to talk unless you consider letting me oh, out. Oh, is this, is this the bomb of yours? Who said just about one? Bombs, plural? Plural, yes. I've got Ardito wound up to a point where he is going to do something pretty special. And he's going to be targeting the people he believes are responsible for the deaths of his uh, for his crew. Domination series is a wonderful thing. A little bit that you can give to those monkeys, and they'll they'll believe whatever the hell you tell them. Um, you sure, can see sure, there's sure. the look between the two mafioso. He's like, what what the hell is he talking about? Domination? What what this is? What's that? And Cassell's just shrugging at this point. And I just uh, sort of like. Okay, so these uh, inner night guys are a bit more of a whack job than I thought they were. Well, gentlemen, unfortunately, I have some information that I need to get. Um, in order to get it, you're going to see something uh, you're not quite expecting. So uh, hold on to your chairs, and I'm going to press the knife down through his head. Ah, crap. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to say then that you do... Um, pretty much maximum damage with the knife. So is that uh, just a small switchblade you're using? Yeah. Okay, so we'll call it a D4. So you do four points of damage, one taken off for his armor, so that's three that, he's, uh, that he takes. At that point, the visage cracks. It's just like this rippling of water across his skin, going, from, uh, going up from the wound, 
that you can see flesh starts to turn to scales. And then I'm going to do a sand check for the two mafioso and yeah, see if they get their shit. Yeah. It was inevitable. <laughs> right. So he's remarkably calm. And, okay, Casale looks a little bit unnerved, but Bonventure is just sits there, or not sits, stands, cocking his head to one side and open his, you know, opening, in, opening his eyes wide in something that almost looks like fascination rather than surprise. Whereas Casale, you can see that he's got a reaching into his pockets and you can see the tail of the flame gun wrapping around his, uh, wrapping around his wrist. And he's just, his one hand is shaking down by his side as he's getting, uh, getting ready for something to go down. And then there is this snake person looking back up at you from the chair. Okay. I was expecting maybe to do a good one-liner when that happened, but we're here. So what's the next move? Um, I'm going to tap the knife against where one of the fangs are. And you said mm -hmm. you said plural bombs, and currently you have plural fangs. So I would like to know the uh, the location of those bombs if you'd like to continue to have fangs with an S on the end. And like I say, I would like some kind of prid quo quo here. I am quite happy to walk away and give you everything that you need to know about how to stop them, where they're going to strike, when they're going to strike, how they're going to do it as well. But I'm a businessman. We, <laughs> I've learned a lot from these monkeys in this um, in this guise, and a bit of bit of quid pro quo would be would be nice. How about every locate every bomb location you give us? Then I give you a minute head start from Barry here. Okay, then I'll give you it for free then. If I give you everything you want to know, that'll be a 10-minute head start. And I'll sort of look at Barry to kind of see if he reckons he can... Uh... Oh, Connor, sorry. <laughs> all, all I'm asking you to do to begin with is just get rid of these bonds, get rid of this rope, and then we can talk. And then you just step away from that door. I tell you everything else you want to know. I walk out that door and you stay here for 10 minutes. That sound great? Well, you know, what I've, what I've learned is sometimes certain techniques require uh, gestures and I would hate to give you full mobility and have you turn such talents on my friends will not give us anything. Okay, I can see that. Um, in which case, I agree that once, if you get rid of those bonds, I will keep my arms crossed. I will not perform any gestures whatsoever. Apart from to open the door, unless you open it for me. What do you think, Barry? 
I'm just thinking if I could turn those those pair of fangs into a necklace. Hmm. It'd be a good look on you. You might as well start on getting the first one now. So, okay. Do you go to lean in with the knife then? Yep. Okay. Um, you get pretty much right up to his mouth, at which point you can see that he realizes he's not getting anywhere. And just okay for heaven's sake, I'll give you something. They'll be hitting the Medium Building at eight o'clock. There's going to be, just happens to be their wonderful gala that they're throwing, this fundraising event to cover their exploits down in Bingham. Well, it just so happens that it's going to be tonight when I'd already got Ardito to take uh, take some, um, of the, let's say, initiative. What's the one thing that can move around that building without being seen? All the cleaning staff. He's got a load of people going in there dressed up as uh, dressed up in cleaning out uh, cleaning uniforms that are going to position bombs throughout the main public floors of the uh, the ten lower public floors of the building. At that point, uh, synchronized at eight o'clock, those bombs are going to go off and kill everyone on those floors. Now, Ardito is overseeing this outside. He probably is even outside the, um, the Caduceus building right now as everyone's inside starting to get those bombs in place. So, I can tell you what the bombs look like. I can tell you what the, uh, where they're going to be planned, uh, planted. Or you can start thinking about some bloody necklace that you want. Your move. <laughs> is, the, is the Caduceus building the only target? It's a big enough one. There's no other uh, larger interest in New York that we're interested in. We we're hoping that we could probably even get uh, the big man himself. It looks like he's already flown out to, or at least making his way out to Calcutta now as well. I've told, I've told you a pretty big, pretty big piece of the puzzle there, uh, guy. You want to let you want to let me out of these bonds now, and we can talk the rest, and then go our, go our separate ways. Well, if you're gonna go scurry off back to Rose, I would uh, hate to just let you leave without a message to send her. No, what is it that you want to uh, want to send back to her? What do you think, Magnus? Anything we should? Ah, uh... uh, how about the old-fashioned eye for an eye? Okay, um, I think at this point he is going to try a psychology role. Uh, depending on how you want to oppose this, you could potentially use fast talk or your own psychology to try and do a poker face if you wanted. But he's going to try and weigh up, are you actually um, potentially going to try and uh, kill him? 
that's the main thing he's interested in at this All point. Right. Mine will, I'll do a psychology. I, my, I'll, I'll build a psychology. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got a regular pass. I got an 04. Extreme. Okay, I got 20, which is a hard. So, pretty much Connor is unreadable. Yeah. Unsurprising there. He's just a, he's very, he's a very cold fish. Uh, whereas Magnus, what's your current intent when you say an eye for an eye? Good, I, I, I mean it. Like, I'm like, if we're going to send, if we're going to let him go, we're not going to, I'm not just going to let him walk out of here willy nilly fine. No worries. Like, you know, I'm going to make sure we'll give him 10 minutes, but it's going to, he's going to be slowed down. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can see the kind of the air goes out of him a bit as he just sighs. It says, "We could have made this a lot, lot easier." At that point, he starts to say something in um, what I seems will, to be Nikal. I will shoot him with my lightning gun. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, uh, this <laughs> this will be a dex check then to see can he can he cast his spell. In the time that you uh, it you takes to bring uh, for you to bring up the gun, Connor, just let me kick him. I've got a very good track record of breaking things oh. completely when I kick them. Twenty twenty seven is a pass. Oh, no, four is an extreme for me. My dice are loving me now. Oh. All right. Okay, um, Magnus, um, as you all stood there, there's this glimmer of recognition that suddenly the penny drops. You've heard this little phrase no. that he says, uh, that he says um, you heard it in North Borneo and the, the moment he finishes he just this smile appears upon his face and then he starts to boil um, Connor you can do your, um, do your shot you are point blank so you gain a bonus die yep we're going to pump oh. four charges <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, 38 is a pass. Okay, roll damage, because he certainly ain't going to dodge in his position. <laughs> uh, 27. Okay, you obliterate him to the point where this bubbling and boiling what seems to be part serpent person, part ooze, is then just splattered to the four winds, it's bits of it appear um, go on every wall and yeah the two mafioso at this point they they're not just they're not really coping too well they're just up against the wall looking in horror at what's going on especially as this icker as it hits the wall then starts to slide down the wall a bit quicker than it should and starts to form this black pool in the middle of the floor you have You think you've got about three rounds before it fully forms. What do you do? I'm, I'm, I'm frying it with my dual-wielding uh, um, hand cannons. Okay, you're opening up with the flame guns? Sure am. Right. will be... And what's Connor doing in that time? I am reloading the lightning gun. I'm swapping the batteries. Okay. Well, the mafioso... Actually, Casale keeps his shit together this time. Uh, seeing what you're doing, 
he's not dumb. He's going to do the same thing. Yes. So you can effectively roll three times. Okay. And it's on my just normal firearm? Uh, it's on your firearms for your first two. And then yeah. his firearm skill, he has a firearm skill of 70. All right, we're matched. Okay, first one is a hard pass. Second one, it's an 03. Okay. And the third one, uh, his one is going to be a 29. So, okay, hard so, pass. So, two hards and an extreme. So, regular, regular in terms of damage and max. So, yeah. you're definitely doing 10 with the first one, or at least oh. the extreme one. And then roll 2d10 separately for the other two. All right. So for my first one, it is going to be a seven. And his one, it is a 10. Okay. So that's a total of 27. You, between the three of you, this, this thing doesn't even get a chance to form and rise up. But you can see that there are starting, it's, it's starting to form mouths and opening eyes on the floor and tendrils starting to rise up. Uh, between you and Cassell, you flood the room with flame yeah. to the point it gets really goddamn hot in here. So Bon Ventura legs it into the kitchen, um, pretty much to meet the other four mafioso coming in, going, "What the hell's happening in here?" And to see you two just hosing the rest of the room with fire, um, setting these oil slicks ablaze very quickly until the the rest of the room starts to catch light after the yeah after the form, what would have been the formless spawn um, is completely obliterated. So uh, I'll, I'll kind of stop after, uh, you know, once it's, it's done and um, I'll kind of turn back to one of the mafiosa and be like, uh, hey, uh, buddy, could you get a fire extinguisher or something? Just yeah, Bonventuri sat there with his or stood there with his mouth slightly agape and just points at you, um, but gesturing his head to the others, says what he said. And all four of them van not vanish, but rush back into the kitchen and come back with um, come back with extinguishers. So they start uh, hosing the room down. Good on you, good on you. As off in the distance, you hear the uh, the chime of a clock that strikes six. Well, um, I know you gentlemen would really like some explanations, but uh, since me and Barry have got a got a little ticking time bomb to deal with, um, questions might have to to wait till later. Is that all right? Yeah, I I think we um we need to have a have a have a little chat. Yeah, yeah about we'll some... what the fuck went on down in my kitchen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was expecting uh, something along those lines of reaction. Uh, to be fair, on, in my defense, that last thing, I didn't see that coming. That, that was a surprise, all right? But the other stuff, yeah, yeah, I, I did kind of see that coming. But look, I, I'll explain everything. We've just got to go deal with these bomb things, all right? You guys sit tight, and, and it'll, it all makes sense, all right? I promise you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> This world is full of questions. You don't necessarily want to know the answer to all of them. That that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's really profound. Yeah, he just, no, he just nods. <laughs> yeah. 
So maybe, so maybe think really long and hard if you really want to know what, what just happened. Yeah, Bonaventure is kind of nodding away thinking, yeah, questions, questions are a burden to others and answers indeed are a prison for oneself. And after, uh, I think after Magnus and I leave here, this, anything like this should never be a problem for you again. I hope so. I don't want to have to redecorate my kitchen twice. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's expensive, so mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, and they are pretty much dumbfounded, still hosing down the uh, the room out the back, trying to put out the last of the fires and wondering what the hell all this icky, gooey black shit is that's over everything. Um, was it Casale that was shooting with me? Yes. Um, I'll just kind of pat him on the shoulder and be like, uh, thanks for the backup on that one. Yeah, it kind of seemed the, uh, well, if you were doing it, it seemed like the sensible thing to do. Yeah. Just, I don't want to do that again. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Barry, we've got uh, some packages to pick up. All right, before you leave um, the Green Garden, are you going to contact the others and let them know what's going on? Yeah, probably. I'll probably just we'll go use, back at the... six. Still two hours. You, you probably, I'll give, yeah. I, I'll give them a call on the um, on the phone in the in the restaurant just to say we're on our way back. Um, there's uh, multiple bombs in the Medium Building. Um, they've gone in uh, as cleaning staff, so that takes our plan mm -hmm. out. <laughs> okay, in which case. Um, Say so you drop them, uh, you drop them the phone call. Give me whoever's driving a drive auto roll again to see how quick it is you can get back to the warehouse and get back to Odd's place. 64 is once again a pass. Okay, so it takes you about the same kind of time as how it took to get there and um, to get here in the first place. It's about 45 minutes, okay. so you're arriving at quarter to seven. Whew. Okay, we've got to make plans quickly. Magnus, what you said was, I think the opposite. I think if we put on things and go in as staff, the the hired well, no. staff. The but if there's already there's already cleaning people. There'll be there'll be way too many cleaning people. Then if we they won't go in, nobody notices the cleaning people. The cleaning people will think that we're staff for Caduceus, and Caduceus will think that we're staff for the. Do we have cleaning uniforms on us now? We'll just kill a few people and take them. I like your thinking, Odd. Yeah, get blood all over the uniforms. We're and, talking and... about. We're talking about. Actually, who cares if we blow the fucking place up? No, we're that's what I'm. So this is what, my Magnus is concerned about. This I'm saying. This is the perfect distraction to get into the basement. I could not have asked for a better answer from our snake friend. Well, we don't want the place to get buried because then we'll be stuck down there. No, no, no. Just, just those floors. We'll we're going to be with us. We're going to be below the blast. Right, but if I mean, if the building really is coming down on top of us, we have an escape route. We take one of those boxes with us, and we use it to get back here if things go. Is forward. there anything That's... in the Caduceus building that we want, or did you guys? We want to find out what's that? in the basement. We pretty we much cleaned out what there. we wanted. Right. Okay. In fact, we had we had reason to believe that that uh, the big shots haven't been there for a bit. This is so... this is information. We just want to find we, out what's in the basement and then go we, to Calcutta. We cleaned out what was in the upper floor library area, not the basement. There might yeah, what about right. what We're about your about... Uh, what about your laboratory? No, I... This is my laboratory. 
I've gotten everything that I need out of my laboratory here. The, the box only is good for one person. No, I think, not... can, I think you can all transport. I you have think. a feeling. As long as we're all tight, holy hands or. There's a portal to Calcutta in the basement. I think that's all we're going to find there. Well, Are you sure we it's don't a know that We don't know at all. I don't know that, but I'm just thinking there's probably a Because uh, I, I think it's probably uh, more likely because I know they were sending a gate to Africa because that's where the gate that I found on the boat was headed with the medical supplies. So I think it's more likely. Well, Africa we know, that final we know. Yeah, we know they're in Calcutta. Right. You know, we got to understand gate, something. We got to understand something else. That's that what we're basing our information on is what Rose Needham said to us. If only you knew what was in the basement. Um, she exactly. could have meant that they had biological things where they're making overlords. She could have meant, I mean, we, we expect know, there to be medical stuff down there because that's where you work on. We know there's a gate. I've read it in his papers. I broke it. We know there's a gate. I'm curious. We, there is information to be gained down there, Adi. But does it Whether say not, the gate's there, or does it say the gate's in Brazil? Or no, the gate leads to Brazil. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I think the gate leads to to Africa, where I was I think, headed. I think the gates could lead multiple places before yeah. you kicked one and blew it up. No, what I mean is, there's got to be a gate in that place for it to come through. I think. Right. They have boats going they everywhere, were, including not necessarily. I mean, there was no gate where the dole was. And we clearly opened up a gate to the dole. Yeah, but that's because I didn't fully have the gate functional, so I kind of fucked that up. Well, no, you fucked it up. I had but, the gate functional. But right, a gate, you're right, Odd. A, a gate opened somewhere where... And oh, you mean there. that one, where you kind of opened the dole on top Right, of there's everything. not necessarily another side. I take a quick look at the time. Yeah, let's... Yeah, it's, it's inching <laughs> towards seven. I think any knowledge we can get down there, even if it is just the gate that we already know about, is worth it. Okay. Do we we think though that the big shots over at, at Caduceus aren't there anymore? They're in in Calcutta. Right. They're where yeah, they, we, we know get, they're in Calcutta. Why don't we just get dressed up, walk in the front door, and down the stairs to the base? Yeah, that's yeah, what that's I'm fine. thinking. Let's We're just going to go Let's in. Do that. Yes. Who cares? Last well, anybody who gets in our way. They won't be expecting us. We work there. True. All right, uh, get all your stuff together, and uh, we're going to be out of here in five. Act just like you're not coming back for a little bit, just in case. I will leave one of the boxes and take one with me. Good yep. plan. In I, case I, we I need could. to get out of the basement. Mm -hmm. Since we're not coming back for a while, uh, and I'm going to uh, walk across the room and kiss Zoe. <laughs> okay, she's uh, kind of uh, a little bit taken aback by that. Yeah, and then she looks at you a bit stunned, and then yeah, there's a big say. Ask a girl next time, okay? That's eh, worth it. <laughs> and then I'll give her a wink. Do you want me to roll charm? <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's how. I don't think that's how that works. It, it is in this day and age. <laughs> I've watched some old it. movies. Yeah, the more abusive I, he is towards her, the more she'll be responsive. It's horrible. I, I call Mittens and have her jump up on my shoulder. Yay! Perfect. Mittens coming! You, 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 finally checked, you finally checked the gender of the cat? Our, our, our non-binary cat. <laughs> you just respect his privacy, that's all. Gabe! Huh? Gabe, we're, we're going! Oh, you, you want me to come with, or...? Yes! Okay. Right, yeah, he... just, 
just put this on and I put like I'm just covering as much of his bloody face and everything as that I possibly and, can. And he body gape, swap? Gape, gape, yeah. gape. Yeah. It's the one who taught me to likeness. It would take him six hours. It's going to take him six hours to do No, that. it's not. Just, hey, put on one of your disguises, Gabe. Yeah. Watch this. He just, he just says I can swap to whoever I've eaten, so that's not a problem. Yeah, it just takes a couple of seconds. All right, we'll do that then. Okay, and after a few moments, he, he closes his eyes and concentrates. Whoa, and dude, this, let's get him some clothes. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this, well, maybe not so well-endowed, big-looking um, uh, Arabic man is stood in front, uh, stood in front of you. Got some clothes over here. Yeah, I could probably do with something to cover up the uh, this this. <laughs> Your trouser snake. Um... <laughs> All right. Right. So after having got him, uh, having got him dressed and getting all his stuff together, the clock strikes seven. Hey, let's go. Get in the car, everyone. While we're in the back of the car, I'm going to get um, the doc to give me that second shot of my... Is that possible? You you can do it, yeah. It's yeah. just be an interesting time to fuck up if you did do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, does the doc want to give me a... We, uh, what's the word? Augmented skill roll for your medicine. So this is going to be your target number being under a fifth of your medicine as well as it also being under your mythos. Ooh, and let, let me drive as roll. recklessly as possible and break often just yeah. to make sure he messes us up, you know? <laughs> Use right. luck, Doc. Use fucking luck if you have to. Are you actually deliberately uh, throwing the car around? No, he's fucking not. No, when, when, I, when I look when he's prepping the needle, I'll break hard just to <laughs> okay. Um, if, uh, if you are actually throwing a span in the works, I'll put a penalty die on the uh, on Marcelo's roll. If I can see that Connor's starting to like fuck around, I'm going to stop the dock and be like, Connor, I will punch you in the back of the head. We're running out of time, gentlemen. All right. No, we're in yeah. the car. We're in the car. I know. Party. We're running out of time. You guys keep putting on the brakes and. Okay, if if I'm detecting a relatively smooth ride and a straight road ahead, I'm proceeding. And uh, here we go. Okay, is this a penalty die? Do I have to roll again? If you're on a straight piece of road and Connor isn't throwing a spanner in the works, then it's going to be regular. So it's down to Connor to say, are you actually screwing with them? I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Okay, so I need a fifth. Okay, so I missed this by 29. Oh, so you're going to spend that luck? He doesn't All have right. to do what you tell him. That's his luck. Yeah. Right. Don't, tell a man, don't tell a man how to spend his luck. Let me see. Wait a minute. I still have 71. I, well, I lost 31, went up 11. That's down 20. So 91, 20. So that's 71 down 29. Call that 30. That would be 41. So 42. I'd have 42 left. Okay. I will mm -hmm. spend it. Ouch. I okay. owe you one, Docky. I owe you one. <laughs> oh, God. Right. So you you currently have your buffer of one. So if you were to take damage that would be what would normally be considered a major wound, so half of your hit points, then you would advance one track up mm. the, uh, basically the advancement table. You've got the one buffer against that at the minute. You've now got two buffers. Okay. So when you when you hit a certain amount, then you might start to see you being pulled back down the track. Right, okay. 
at the minute. Well, I'm, so you've I'm got feeling to. pretty good, uh, Doc. I think uh, down the line, one more of those, and I think I'll be uh, out of the woods. And uh, I'll, uh, there'll be no shadow of anyone's doubt that I'll be the good-looking um, Frost brother. <laughs> okay, now the five of you, well, six of you, actually, because you've got Gabe in the car as well. And, and not so much... Yeah, not so, I was going to say, not so much mittens, because not so much on the weighty side there. Uh, what equipment are you bringing with you? Because this car might start getting a bit laden. Mm. Lightning guns. Lightning guns. I will, force, I will force Magnus to leave behind like his 80 bajillion guns that weigh all of the weight. Um, Oddie's got his box. Um, <laughs> I'll have my knife, but that's not going to take up space. Usual compliments um, of other weapons and defensive stuff. Mm -hmm. A backpack filled with books, my elder things <laughs> gone. Well, that's uh, what the that's what's weighing us down. <laughs> Shit, giving me a hard time. I have a guy. bookshelf, a big giant library bookshelf with with leather straps, and I walk. <laughs> yeah, I've just got a duffel bag with all my weapons and stuff in it, so yep. I'm fine. I'd be tempted to say, actually, uh, basically a small bookshelf on your back would probably give you one point of armor from uh, if you were attacked from the rear. <laughs> so. Yeah, but then I turn, I turn to absorb it so it don't damage the books. Yeah, so, so really, if you look at it, Gerhard's providing armor for the bookshelf, not the other way around. <laughs> uh, I the bibliophile in me would uh, probably do the same thing. So it's more, hey, you've just soaked up a point of damage from the books, but now take a sand hit for that. Yeah. No! <laughs> Okay, so it sounds like you've got pretty much your, your normal regimen of stuff. So you've not gone massively tooled up, but you've got your normal kit yeah. with you. Magnus, so, if you find a use for that Tommy gun down there. <laughs> Here's the thing, folks, as we're, as we're driving along. What if we open up a gate to uh, Calcutta or Brazil? Are we going through? If we go to Calcutta, I don't see why not. How can we know before going through? Like, have you worked out what the, the runes on the gate are that it's tell us written where it is in Nicole, and we have We've a resident Nicole thing. expert. Uh, You've seen no. the gates. What, what's yeah, the until cost? you blew them up. How damaging is the gate to us? Because if we can't, we should just gate from the apartment into the building. No, no. If, if the building comes all the way down from the explosives, we want something to get us out. And uh, if we do gate ourselves to Calcutta through this thing, then we can use the box to get all the way back here instantaneously. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, that's why we don't want to use the box. Just hoping we here. all can use it and don't end up with yeah. Doc, doc, doctor, doctor, I'll go back. Okay. <laughs> just, just to clarify. So, when we found the gate in in Borneo, was it the one that yes. I blew up? Yeah, the one you roundhouse kicked. Yeah, that one. So mm -hmm. the. The actual markings around the gate, they weren't in Nikal. We couldn't understand what those images... We, we didn't have enough time to work out what right, they we were. About five so minutes. we don't know where the gates... That, like, when the gate... If there is a gate in the basement, we don't know it's going to Brazil. That's what I'm saying. It might send us to Africa, and we know everyone else is in fucking... Well, you're just Calcutta. making an assumption we won't know. I'm, I'm, that we don't know. I'm confident Gerhard will be able to at least read it. If and It's not in Nikal. It's not, it, it wasn't, it wasn't in serpent language. It was more. symbols. I've learned a lot more since then. Africa I have too. Hell of a lot closer than New York. All right. I've, uh, okay. I've read through the computer files and everything. So we'll see. 
Sometimes we could just open the gate and say, oh, look, there's a rhino. That's Africa. Switch. Oh, there's a monkey. Oh, that's... that's. <laughs> um, as we pull up to the meeting building, though, I'm going to try and see if I can see Arturo. Okay. Well, first off, we need to see how long it takes you to get there. So, Connor, give me that drive auto roll. 55 is a pass. Right. You put pedal to the metal and you zip across Manhattan, or to Manhattan, rather. You arrive at 7.30. You have 30 minutes before the, uh, before the bombs go off, or at least the time that you've been told. Now, Magnus said you're looking for Ardito. Give me a yeah. spot hidden roll. Okay. Um, there's going to be a 45, which is a hard pass. Okay. He is currently stood next to a car on the opposite side of the road from the Caduceus building, right outside the restaurant that you frequented before. Okay. Um, you can see that he's kind of leant up against the car, looking around, and he seems to be pretty much keeping watch outside the, um, outside the building. Um, in front of the Medan building, you can see that a long red carpet which has been laid out, and you can see that there are various uh, long cars which are pulling up, um, various dignitaries and members of high society. Pretty much, you can you can smell the money from here um, that they are arriving and then being led in to um, to the Medan building, where you can hear this uh, music coming from a chamber orchestra that's being set up in the main lobby, and you can see they're greeted with glasses of champagne. They're then ushered into the building and you can see that there is a full-blown full party going down inside there. So whereabouts do you want to park in relation to what's just been described? Oh, uh, actually one other thing, I'll let your um, spot hidden ride on as well. Um, for Magnus, as you are passing probably a couple of blocks before you get to the building, uh, you will spot the back end of the truck that you've seen before pull up, uh, pull up around the back of the building that has the cleaners that arrive. Uh, but it's parked two blocks away down a side street. So does that, uh, the bomb's going off at eight, so that means they've already gone in. They were in earlier planting the bombs yeah. before anybody got here. <laughs> a half hour is not going to be enough time to search the basement. No, it's not. We'll we, need, we need to hang on. So once, once, uh, find out where he parks. It's not that big of a building. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It'll take us ten minutes to, to search the, bo the bottom floors. And if yeah, if we go down, and there's up even more down there. We'll be fine. For we the don't last. know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. That well, we might it. not be because the whole building might come crashing down onto the. It is. Uh, That's why we have the box. <laughs> right. But we got to get in there. And uh, yeah, so I will park right in front of the building. <laughs> And I think we should keep our, keep our eyes on the time and pull the fire alarm uh, yes. just before the okay. bombs go off. So Not just people before. run out. Mm -hmm. uh, give me an int roll. The reason why I say just before, Magnus, is because if we pulled them now, what's his name across Bio. the street would blow up the building. He doesn't have a trigger. It's a time. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't why does he just leave? Yeah, you don't see, you don't see him holding anything. You, you don't see him holding anything. I don't think I don't think triggers bombs were um were invented yet. Well, yeah, they were. They were most well, certainly. Yeah, on a wire, but he he doesn't have enough. 
Yeah, but he, he could tell. Have, yeah. He could he no, could radio no his guy inside and say push the button. He wants to watch we the just say the cleanest? We saw their truck. We didn't see if anybody was actually inside of it. Oh, sorry. I thought he said I could this see could the cleaners and the truck. These could be suicide people. No, we just saw their truck. Yeah. So, did anyone, did anyone pass their idea roll? I did. Oh, I, did. Oh, I thought it was just for. Um... No, he said for all of you, because yeah. this is something that was said that can spark a little memory. Another um, yes. 06. Oh, there you go. Right. Um, there's, there's not real any variation on degrees of success with this. Just a regular pass is fine. Um, you'll be aware, having been in the Medium building um, for a fair while beforehand, you will have actually taken part in fire drills. So you know where the various alarms are, the kind of pull wall thing to set off the fire alarms. You know that even with the regular staff, it would take about five minutes to clear the building. It doesn't take that long at all. Okay. All right, so 10 minutes before 8, we pull the alarm. So that that gives it a, like a comfortable amount of time for everyone to get the fuck out, right? Wait, right? Are we just gonna let this prick walk away? He's we don't have time to deal with him. He also mind control. But just, if you could kill him, up, you want. Just pull up next to him, and I'll send him in sixteen stories straight up. We don't have time. I'm just parking in front of the building. We're parked in front. We're kind of yeah, already Go. heading in. Going. Okay. Right. Going quickly. Oh. You can see if you do cast a glance over the um, over your shoulder, you do see Ardito uh, sees you pull up, and you can see him kind of hesitating as if he's about to bolt and run. I'll just sort of. I'm gonna do that. Okay, he looks a bit kind of curious at you. He's still kind of hesitant, as if he's gonna gonna run or jump in the car and drive off. All right, you guys go save these people you care about in the building. I'm gonna go chase him down. <laughs> No, but uh, okay, Connor's. Come on, we're gonna. We, we don't have time to be fucking around. Let's go. I'm walking and you see him. Look, I'm just gonna pull the thing in my pocket and and do send them straight up. He's across the street. It didn't have though, any it's... visible. It didn't have any visible ray on it, right? No. Nope. Right. Oh, so you just have to be looking at the guy. What's the roll I gotta make? I, if if you're doing it now, then yeah, yeah. I mean, right? Okay. <laughs> I've, I've gone in the building down the stairs and I've searched the basement already. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going oh, there. Yeah, I've, 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 I've run in with Doc and, and Gilly. Okay, well, if you're using the gravity manipulator, um, give me a hard int roll to successfully use it. Miss all the cars and just hit him across oh, the other side of the street. Four. Wow, good. Damn, Damn, have... My next roll is going to be 100. <laughs> Right, you don't have to worry about that bit, then you don't have to worry about the fumble result. Right, so you're decreasing gravity, so he shoots up in the air. Right. Roll 1d4. Oh, I'm, I'm going back inside. <laughs> He's okay. just killing him. Okay. <laughs> okay, give me 3d10. Jeez. A 3, an 8, and a 7. That would have been hilarious if you got a one, a one, and a one. <laughs> Three, eight, and seven, so that's going to be 15, 18. Okay, um, he goes straight up in the air, about three stories up. <clears throat> and at that point, you can see him, he's screaming and flailing his arms, going, what the hell's happened? And then 
thud straight back down on the top of his car. Uh, the car is almost flat, um, flattened like a pancake with the impact of gravity returning, uh, returning to normal. Um, he is sprayed over what's left of the inside of the car and just this big red fountain just spews up into the air. There's screams, there's chaos on the other side of the road and he, yeah, he's, he's outright fucking dead. He's gone. I, as I walk in the building, I point to the building across the street. Like if he jumped, like if I saw him jumping, you know what I mean? He jumped off the cafe, <laughs> the restaurant roof. That's like max ten feet in the air. One story. Yeah. <laughs> well, one whatever, story up. <laughs> whatever big building besides this one, I just point up and I walk in the door. Okay, yeah, the people are running past you, going across the other side of the road. You can even hear someone calling, "Call an ambulance!" And someone's like, "There's no point of an ambulance." <laughs> They're going to call the police, and the police are going to come, and there are going to be police everywhere out there now. Right, so Odd's gone, uh, or Odd and the rest of you have gone into the um, into the main lobby, uh, kind of walking past this commotion now. The, there were, seemed to be a couple of people by the front door that were going to be seemingly come to intercept you, asking for, oh, can we see your invitation? And then the chaos erupts outside. Right. You are quickly oh, forgotten God. and get a clear path right through the lobby. Right. So that then you can get to the elevators, um, elevators and the stairs. Now, did you say you're taking the stairs, or are you? I taking... think we'll take the stairs. We'll take the stairs. Yeah. Elevator might not go down that far. Well, it can go down, but you need a key, right? To um to unlock it. I'll I'll go try to lock the key. elevator, mother. <laughs> okay. Well, there's yeah, there's that type of lock as well, a uh, key uh, <laughs> lockpick as well. So Connor's going to the elevator. Odds going down the uh, staircase. The doctor. Stairs. I'm sliding down the banister rail down the staircase. <laughs> so you're, you're doing it in style. <laughs> yeah, Do, yeah. Doing it a Mary Poppins style. And Gerhardt, when you, when you walk in? I'll go for the stairs. Okay, so it's just Connor going for the lift then. Okay, yep. um, Connor can give me a locksmith roll then. Ooh, 22 is a hard success. Okay, hard is what you need. So... You descend. Um, you click the lock, and the two lights for the two sub basement floors. There's the one, the one basement floor that you've all been on before, and then there's two underneath it. Those buttons light up so that you have access to push them. I'll go all the way down, right the way to the bottom. So sub, uh, so the basement level three. The lift doors shut, and you start going down. The other four, you get down to the bottom, um, the bottom of the stairwell. This goes down to uh, the basement level, where say where you've been before, and then continues on going down. When you get another half revolution down, you're confronted with what looks like almost like a, secu a security door in a bank, so almost like a bank vault door. So, how do you wish to attempt to get through this? There is a big lock next to it that you can see. Can I use my extreme check uh, strength just rip the lock off? Okay, you could try. You could try mess up the door. Yeah. Well, before you do that, let me see if I can just dismantle it partially and and. Pop that'll take off. time. That'll that'll take time. And what if you let me kick it? it. So that, what if you wreck it so that we can't open it? Audie is pretty clever at that sort of thing. Yeah, using brute force and ignorance, there is a chance that you could mess it Crush. up. Yeah. So yeah. True. Open. True. Let me just try and pick it really quick. So, lockpick. 
Okay, give me a roll. I got uh, 19 out of 40. Wow. Okay, uh, that's a hard, which again is what you need. So by the time you picked it and then boom, it opens, um, the door opens to sub-basement level two. Um, you hear, as it comes out near the elevator shaft, you can hear the elevator descending in the shaft going further down. It doesn't stop at this floor. But you can hear that there is, uh, there's definitely stuff happening down on this lower level. Mm. All right, so let's go quick. Keep our eye on the tower. No, it's Connor. So we might think it's someone else coming down. I know it's Connor. Well, it also goes straight past you, so it goes uh, straight yeah. to the bottom. All right, let's search this floor. How are we doing for time? Quickly, quickly, we're searching it. Uh, you have got about. So you arrived with half an hour to spare, and you haven't really done that much. You've probably still got about 25 minutes. Okay. All right. This is... All right, the area that you pop out near to is what seems to be storage. Um, there's lots of doors that are shut in the corridors here. The, the floor plan is roughly the same as the basement you're aware of. So lots of ch uh, lots of pipes running along the ceiling, lots of concrete walls, very very utilitarian, not much on the way of um, aesthetics down here. It's also fairly warm, uh, nice for those of uh, certain person persuasion. You like the, uh, yep. And there is that kind of reptile house kind of smell down here as well. Uh, you, if you're starting to wander further afield, give me listen checks. Four Ooh. out of there's a pass. Oh no. Uh regular pass. Seventy-three fell. Okay. Yeah, that's probably concentrating on the fact that is that a load is that mice or gerbils or something? Uh, one of the doors that you're passing, it seems like there is a very large uh live well, livestock storeroom of live animals. Again, lots of rodents being kept in there. Unsurprising considering the uh, the serpent person diet. Uh, those of you that succeed, you can hear footsteps coming towards you from further down the corridor and then at uh, one of the junctions. Um, it sounds like someone that's, uh, they're not running towards you, but they just seem to be fairly, almost like marching as if they're doing patrols. There's definitely guards down here. So I, I whisper, guys, patrol. So, and you said there's doors off to the side? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you're out. You're out of the area that's marked storage. These are now just numbered rooms, but they have an L in front of them. So presumably, maybe laboratories. Um, yeah, I might try and kind of open one of the doors, Checks. have a quick look in, and then just sort of gesture for them all to jump in. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, you open up one uh, one room. It's you don't immediately see what's in here. It's just black, but it seems to be quite a quite a large room. Okay. It's got a tiled floor. It seems to be plenty of room for you inside. We don't have time to hide from guards. Just shoot them. Okay. Adi saying this. <laughs> <laughs> He's wanting me to kick well, stuff. Well, you could tell him. Fine. All right. We're so I'm going to bolt him, forward tell him that in towards the. Towards tell him the that we're searching for bombs. I've already gone. He told me to just fight them, so I've bolted off down the corridor to 
Okay, you need for you to bolt down the corridor. He he's Three running ten thousand of them. <laughs> he's running and comes face to face with a guy in Caduceus uniform that's coming around the corner with um, what seems to be gun on a holster that he's coming round in a what I can't remember what they call it, like a bandolier with um, bullets bullet loops. Um, he comes around the corner and reflexively as he sees this movement coming towards him, he, put, he puts his hand on his gun. What do you do? I'm going to keep running full pout and then drop kick him. Okay, give me a fighting brawl roll. Yeah. That's going to be a 15, which is a extreme pass. Okay. Uh, he's actually going to try and dodge out the way. He's not... Because uh, mainly he wants to get distance on you and then pump you full of lead. Yeah. And 23 is a regular success on dodge. So what was your success level again? Extreme. Oh, uh, yeah, he's not got hope. So give me your uh, give me your damage. Okay, so it's going to be 1d3 plus 1d4. Well, because you've got an extreme, that's gonna it's not going to be an impale attack. It'll just do max damage. Okay, cool. So yep. Three plus four, seven. So, yep. yeah, thud. Uh, he's definitely going to have to... Uh, yeah, he's definitely making a con check at that. <laughs> this is where the dice started off looking good for me, and then no. <laughs> right, 90 on a 50 is definitely a fail. Um, you kick the guy pretty much in the face. His head throws back. He's thrown across the, uh, the corridor and then just slams into the wall with this kind of surprised look on his face as he just his eyes roll back and he slides down the wall. Not dead, but very, very out cold. And those of you, if you've you maybe st stood a little way back, you're near that door. That, I'm, I'm opening um, the lights up to see what's inside. <laughs> Turning the lights yeah. on. Yeah, the, the lights don't come on in that lab, that, at least the room that Magnus first opened. But as you peer in there as your eyes get a bit more accustomed to the light, you can see this, well, maybe not just one row, but multiple rows of figures which are stood in this in varying poses, either trying to shield their eyes or trying to shield their uh, shield their faces. Some of them just are, their mouths open aghast, all frozen and petrified, as if they've been turned to stone. Mm. But hmm. maybe after a, a second or two of looking, some of their eyes are still moving. Oh my god! The lift door opens onto the oh. um, the basement level, and Connor pops out. Um, you can hear different things on this level. Um, something that sounds almost like screaming, and wailing, and generally something in pain, or multiple things in pain. And it's coming from a, um, what seems to be an area down the corridor not too far away from you. Ooh, it's the sound of my people. I will go. <laughs> right. Uh, you wander on down the corridor. Give me another listen check. 60 is a pass. Okay. You can hear, move, um, you can hear movement or footsteps behind you. Um, again, as if there's someone uh, marching, doing the rounds. Very much sounds like the, foot, uh, the footfalls of a guard uh, doing patrols, but the noise is ahead of you, this screaming and wailing, and then there's the sound of the footsteps behind you. Uh, how close behind? Can I crouch and like wait in ambush for this, the footsteps oh, coming around the corner? 
Okay, Easily, yeah. yeah. And I'm just gonna have a, a fang. Okay. Um, it is pretty much the same thing that's happened and it's happening at the same time on the floor above you. Um, a guard comes around the corner with a gun in holster and whack. So you want to give me a fighting brawl roll? Uh, 67 is a pass. Okay. Uh, I'm going to count as you're crouching and waiting that this will be a surprise attack because he certainly, he would have heard Magnus bounding towards him but he won't hear you crouching and waiting around the corner. So, uh, you... I think he, it's the target has to make the con roll, isn't it, for the fang? Right. <laughs> so, right, 24 is actually a success. Uh, it's a hard success. Oh. Uh, but is that enough for them? Fly. And I'm doing my warehouse entry strategy where I am just jamming it into them. <laughs> gotcha. Like Right, well, it does minimal damage anyway, so you can roll 1d3. Three. Okay, it, because he did make his hard by one point, <laughs> um, he is not incapacitated, but he still takes the, takes the damage from the fang anyway. So he recoils, and you can see he's going for his gun. So what's your dex? My dex is 45. Okay, uh, we're tied because he has decks of 45, so roll off. Uh, 1d10, whoever gets higher goes first. Six. Okay, I rolled six as well. Do it again. Do it again. Seven. I got four, so okay. it's, you're, you're up first by a, by a whisker. All right, now it's just time to kill him. <laughs> okay, just and gonna try to... <laughs> how, how are you wishing to dispatch? Uh, just, just still with the thing, but just to his throat this time. <laughs> okay, so you're trying to stab him again with it. Yeah. Okay. Again, give me a fighting brawl roll. Um, he will attempt to dodge. Twenty-one is a hard success. Well, that's the second ninety I've had in, his, uh, in about three minutes. So, at that point, you um, you hit him. He has to make his con roll again. And twenty is a hard success again. Right. So you still at least do one. Um, you do one d three damage to him. Three again. Okay, so that's six he's taken. Um, he's looking a bit worse for wear. Uh, he is going to pull his gun and he's going to try and shoot you at point-blank range. Now, uh, as it's point-blank, you do get the chance to dodge. Great. All right. <laughs> so you're, but it depends whether you want to dodge or fight back. I want to fight back. <laughs> okay. Uh, he hasn't got a great uh, handgun skill, so... Okay, I failed. Well, so did I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, there is there is a bang that goes off, but it's like forty five degrees off from where you are, so that was a uh, that was a waste on his uh, on his part. So, okay, I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna drop my disguise. <laughs> okay. See if that stuns him, gives me a bit of an edge, and then I just. Trying to get him um, again. It will actually surprise him because he's thinking, well, why am I being attacked by a serpent person down here of all places? Um, so I will give you a bonus die on the subsequent attack. Okay. And I'm just going to knife him. This <laughs> this thing, this guy's a little too <laughs> resilient here. <laughs> just lucky. Yeah. 
Just trying to murder him. Ooh, 13 is an extreme success. 87 is a fail on my dodge. So, um, with an extreme, that will be max plus roll. He's only got four hit points left, so your minimum anyway, before you even roll, kills him. Yep. So, you... Well, how about how do you want to end the poor security guard's life? Uh, I'll just... Um... Yeah, I'll just uh, off with the head, I guess. <laughs> okay, um, a little bit of his head remains in uh, attached to his body. There's got a, a flap of skin at the back which is holding him. Otherwise, he becomes very much like a Pez dispenser uh, and promptly spewing red everywhere. But then, any otherwise, other footsteps quickly converging on my location? You can't hear any. Um, mainly because again that wailing and that crying seems to be making a lot of noise it's okay. it's possible that some uh, other people if they are down here may not have heard you cool alright I'm going to does he have a badge or anything like keys oh yeah he has a set of keys okay I'll take that and I'll go to the screaming okay right, you head back down the corridor and you arrive at what seems to be almost like a zoo pen. Um, that it's not so much even a row of, not a door, it's just a row of bars that opens up into, into a room. And you can give me a sanity check. So a 98, that's a, that well, is a crit fail. Yeah, if I'm not that's mistaken, a, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can give me a d6. Ooh, five points. Okay. Um, what you see before you then is this almost prison-style cell where there are benches around the outside where these things, some of them are sat, some of them are rolling around on the floor. Um, as you've seen her now, you can see the, res um, you can see the resemblance. There are dozens of rose medum in this, set, in this pen except they're not quite right. Uh, some of them, the skin is slowly melting off the bone, so you can see that this, it's sliding over the skull, so part of the skull is ex uh, exposed, and the mouth is just this drooping hole that goes down in front of them. Um, others, the limbs are in the wrong places, there's arms coming out of the front of their body, the head is cocked at a natural angle, and they're loping around on one leg that's longer than the other. These mutations evidently some kind of cloning has been attempted to be made here but it's gone very 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 wrong and all it's left are these say dozens of mutilated kind of contorted and wrong things trapped in an eternity of pain and yet they cannot die okay well since i'm indefinitely insane that I just get a bout mm -hmm. of madness. Um, mm -hmm. How do you wish to flip out? Hysterically. I am going to hack them all to little pieces. Okay, you you have the keys to the uh, the cell door, so you go in and you start a slaying. Uh, a red mist descends over your eyes, and I have the insane. Brutality, so I will keep oh, yeah. hacking and hacking and hacking away. 
No one is going to stop you. For at least six rounds. Mm -hmm. But that's, yeah, until they're all dead. So, upstairs, uh, the one flight above you, you've got this these row, probably about, for those of you that when your eyes are custom start, there's probably about 20-odd people in here okay. that all seem to be petrified but still alive. I um, look away from the way they're looking. If they're all looking in one direction, I put my back to that. <laughs> I think they're all no, looking they, to us. Just they they just seem to be... They seem to be looking off in different directions, just where they've been dropped in the in the room. Some are looking one way, others looking another. Um, uh, none of them look familiar. I'm going to take uh, maybe five seconds to walk forward and mm. see what they are like. Are they like stone or are they like leather? The latter. They're like leather. Mm -hmm. They're they're using these people to. This is what happens when you're exposed to Katanathoa, according to what we've understood. Oh, yes. They must be opening a gate and making sure that it's not Katanathoa by using these people as, we've got to be really careful what we do here. Mm -hmm. uh, down the corridor, can I check the time? Yep, you think it's about 22. Okay. Um... Let's go check the other labs as we go. Yeah. It's probably down, the, the big thing's probably downstairs where the gate is. Mm. Who's that laughing downstairs? That <laughs> sounds like Connor. Yeah, actually, you, now that you listen, you can hear this kind of thud and uh, either maniacal laughter or roaring. It's a bit hard to uh, distinguish where one starts and the other begins, the other ends. But it's definitely Connor. Oh, he's killing something. Maybe he needs help. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> we'll get there in a minute. A minute. Oh, if you want to run it forward and help him, fine. I'm just gonna keep checking the labs. You gotta yeah. find us. Let uh, Mittens down and tell her to run. You know, cat like run around and see if there's anything interesting. Right. Sure, be sure. careful. We all have to be in the same place when those bombs go off. If we're going to get out of here. You heard that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. So I'm going to check them one by one. Anybody else wants to go ahead? Oh, yeah. I'm checking labs as well. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll split. We'll go like here. this. You'll check yeah. one. I'll check the other. Right. You... Upon this level, it doesn't take too long to go around the rest of the floor. It seems as though there was only one guard that was down here. Um, you can find this is probably somewhere that, under any other circumstance, Ob would probably find quite uh, quite nice to have a look around. But it seems to be lots of testing labs. So there's lots of equipment down here that's being tested. Um, it seems to be largely bio um, bioweaponry, so lots of uh, or biochemical warfare that's taken really? place so but they also have for that you need to have test subjects so you do find that there are holding pens for various animals um also lots of what look like people that have been kept sedated um that they seem to be on drips that are keeping them uh, keeping them on beds but they are then restrained to um at least in one of the labs you go into you just find a, a pile of bodies um, up in one corner where it seems to be they've been, they've been testing something that looks like a variation on a flame gun. But yeah, this, this is this is testing up here. Yeah, all right. 
any any vials i can like take samples of the chemicals or whatever they're 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 developing so i can study later and maybe replicate yeah definitely okay excellent. Yeah, there's, um, there's a whole rack of different colored um tubes that you can pick up oh certainly okay so i'll grab a, a couple of each and wrap mm -hmm. them nicely put them in my uh satchel not my triage kit though gotcha right and then you're heading downstairs you say yes um, before we head down, I'd, I'd go and just check the time. Mm -hmm. right. Again, it takes about another five minutes to go around here. You've now got 15 minutes before um, you're back quarter to eight. All right. Now, listen, here's the thing. If we, we pull it now, people have got time to get out. If we're not going to go through that gate, we need time to get out. So if we yeah, pull it... We've got it, a box. We can get out. But we've got yeah, five that, more minutes if we want to run out ourselves, or we can push it to 15 if we want to use the box. We don't know that the box is going to take all of us. Exactly. Let's not talk about it. Let's get this thing done. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to, I'm going to pull the fire alarm then so that the people upstairs have got 15 minutes to get out. And that yeah. gives us enough time to get out. Because right now I'm not going through that gate because if Gathanatho is on the other side or whatever, yeah, it's not worth the risk. We can get to Calcutta the normal way. So you're pulling it? Yeah. Okay. Bells start ringing, uh, red light starts flashing down here, and you can hear this almighty commotion from downstairs. Downstairs? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, the because you're on level two, so level three, yeah. the one where Connor is. Um, ah. Again, you hear this kind of animal commotion that just sounds it, well, it's hard to describe. It's squealing, neighing, it's really hard to tell. Yeah, it's probably all their specimens. Well, let's go downstairs. Okay, uh, heading downstairs, again, giving you a kind of a montage sequence of the other things that are down here. Um, you find this is more animal holding, um, but not like gerbils and not like rats. Uh, you go to a couple of pens, again, very much like what uh, Connor found, where it's like a, um, a prison cell with bars. There are mice the size of horses down here. Um, there are rodents that have been blown, uh, increased to ridiculous or unusual size, and that are being kept in these, at least Connor got it, um, being kept in, uh, in these pens. And they are going apeshit as the lights flashing and the bells are ringing. Food sources for, just like we make cows and, and, and pigs and stuff bigger. That's what they've been doing. Yeah, but what's going to eat that hole? Think mm. about it. I don't know. Are Maybe they, they chop it up. Yeah. Um, you also come across pens where there are vomis there with bolts um, rammed through their skulls that are then linked up to again, what looks to be some kind of electrical mechanism where they'd be shocked directly into the brain. Mm. Very much the, similar to the kind of the things that you saw back in Iceland, but this seems even more barbaric than what was happening there. We don't have time for these things. Yeah. Find the gate. And then, in which case, the last part that you come round, which brings you right back towards where the elevators and lifts are, um, you come round a corner to find that there's a large, really like bank vault style door, but almost like a blast door with a big turning wheel on one wall. And beyond that, uh, drenched in blood and then 
bits of what looks to be the severed heads of a dozen rose needums lying at his feet is Connor that's slowly coming back to his senses. No need for Samuel there. We expected this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Is there one that looks halfway decent? If he eats her, he could take on her form. <laughs> Not anymore, it can't. <laughs> there's, there's bit, there's, there were several of them, but they're kind of up there, over there, over there, and up yeah. there. And they were all mutated. Yeah. He doesn't want to take yeah. on that form. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start going to the door to try and mm -hmm. open it up. I turn my back to the door. I walk to the actually doorway away from that and opening that door. I don't okay. I have a bad feeling about that. Don't, don't you want to save your books, though, from the gaze of Gatanathoa? Shit. <laughs> I... <laughs> Okay, Mittens comes back to you at this point and God jumps up on your um, shoulder. He's like, I've seen things, man. I didn't want to see things like that down here. And me too. How's um, Gabe doing? Yeah, Gabe is pretty much following up, keeping up the rear and looking around kind of nervously. He's not really phased by what you're seeing here, um, but he's more keeping an eye out to see if anyone else is around that is potentially a threat. Oh, he had better be phased by the amount of heads at my feet. I expect oh. loyalty from my people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that there is that. There's, as soon as he sees like the pile of rose uh, rose heads, is he just like drops his jaw and just shakes his head. I, there are things I was not expecting to see when I woke up this morning, and that's one of them. Let's get this door open. Yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> okay, you throw the wheel. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like it wants to open. You do notice that there is a lock on the side of this thing. Let me have take my hands down. Uh, 45 is... I need to spend five points of luck. To, to okay. Do I need um, a hard... You do need a hard for this. Okay, so yeah. then I'll have to spend 25. Wow. Okay. Um, give me, before you spend it, you can give me a spot hidden roll. Okay. Is that all of us or just him? Uh, just odd for the minute because he's the one that's doing this. I don't see anything. Okay, fair enough. In which case, you don't notice that Connor has got this uh, ring of keys ah! on, his, uh, on his belt. I, I picked the lock faster than he could uh, hand me the That's keys. Fine. In which case, there's a there is a very audible clunk, and the door starts to open outwards. Um, as it does so, there is just black beyond the beyond the bank vault door, and as it opens about halfway, there is a sudden flash, and this row of lights illuminate going down a corridor that's about probably hundred feet long and you can see another bank vault style door at the far end. And is it going away from the Meadham building as far as I'm concerned? Yeah, this, this would be going under the road towards the restaurant. That, yeah, that, this that would be safe of... if we're in here and the building goes. Mm -hmm. How much time do we... Yeah, but, yeah, but still we've then got to get up and you're, you're, we don't no, have, we the, don't have your to box up. is going to work. You've got about 10 minutes before before the boom happens above. Okay, at five, I'm going to try and fucking get my way, but get out. Because we don't know if there's a way out this way. We don't know if your box is going to work. And I'm with Gerhard. I don't think going through this this gaze is going to be the right call. Well, Mag Magnus might be the 
the best looking frost, but he's definitely the most cowardly frost. I'm gonna go into the room. <laughs> yeah, let's okay. go. You, you, so Connor goes in first, then Odd. My guess is a, 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 a building like this, going this far in, has gotta be access hatches going up to the sewers or up to the air or somewhere out here outside the Meetum building. So we might be Mag fine. Magnus, I think the blast will be fine if we go through here, but I'm still wary about the gate right now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that gate, Hodge. Well, I, I understand. I don't want to do that. I don't want to just stick my head in there. But uh, let's, uh, let's go. Let's close this door behind us, too. Okay, is so there, everyone's... Uh, is there a way to open inside. it? Okay. Yeah, okay. on the inside. So yeah, the, you can you can swing the door shut. You can then swing the wheel, and then it's a hundred uh, hundred feet down to the next door. All right. Look for any kind of booby traps, like uh, hidden secret eyes or what do you call them? The uh, cameras. Oh. Well, or, <laughs> or, or light beams going across uh, that if you cross them, they'll. You can give me a sp uh, everyone that's looking can give me a spot hidden roll, but you're looking for an extreme. Uh, 93. 02. Oh, okay. I just got a hard, so I'll let him. Gotcha. Right, in which case, uh, as you are marching along the corridor, taking your time, you get about halfway, and at that point, Connor just happens to look um, over his shoulder that the edges of this cor um, corridor, the walls are very slightly inclined towards you and then almost like um, scales layered upon, lay uh, layered upon each other. And that looking back, Connor spots that where it protrudes slightly out from the wall, there's a series of holes that run down these sections of the wall. And at the moment you suddenly realize what it is, that it's a pheromone detector, the lights go out. We'll leave it there for tonight because that is the end of the New York chapter. So, rewards. And then we'll you. work out where we go next I time. fucking told you. Told us what? Don't go down the fucking corridor. Yeah, that sounds like what a coward would say. If you say that again in game, I'm going to destroy you. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, a coward, though. <laughs> I, I didn't pack any extra underwear for Calcutta. Uh, we're not going you, to Calcutta. Yeah, you, you, you're yeah. going to wake up somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, we ain't going to fucking Calcutta. I can tell you that right now. All right, rewards. We, All right. Rewards. First off, then, this is for... Uh, the group in general, you'd get the sanity back of the creature that you've uh, fought that has the highest sand loss for it. So that's going to be the bugs. Uh, so you can all regain for having seen them. That was... Except for me. I'm already on max. <laughs> oh, this, this counts for the group, so don't, uh, don't worry about that. Uh, do Buried around here. Uh, D6. Well, I'm maxed out at 50. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, these are all uh, these are all sanity point rewards. We don't Actually, I'll, I will give you um, all of you 1D10 luck as well, so that you can get, um, get that Thank back. You. Okay. We don't skill up now, right? We just skilled up. Oh, yes. Yeah, skills as well once, once oh, we've done right. the sanity rewards. 
uh, destroying the swarm of mutated mosquitoes in the Caduceus warehouse. Uh, that is also plus one d6. Of Sam? Yep. Oh, damn it. I'm an <laughs> ass. Can that, like, convert into something else, like uh, <laughs> skill points? Uh. Um, no, I'm joking. Okay. Keep the uh, you also you also did end up killing the serpent person agent that uh, turned uh, tried to turn himself into a formless spawn, so plus one d six. Yeah, you didn't set him free, so you didn't fall for that uh, that little trap, so you don't lose one d four. That's good. And for those of you that haven't capped out on sand, here is uh, one big one for you, courtesy of Magnus. Um, putting that fire, uh, pulling that fire alarm, and thus saving the lives of the innocents in the Meadum Meadum building, plus one d ten. I don't think Gilly and Connor should take that because oh, I, I'm not taking it. Wanna... I don't care. <laughs> I don't yes. need it. But I don't need it. But I'm the one that came up with the idea. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, the only other one. So you uh, you don't get the penalty for failing to prevent the loss of innocent lives because you say you pulled the fire alarm. Uh, the only other one that you could have potentially got is that if you had tried to redirect where the bombers were going, so if you tried to find them and then uh, say, hey, just blow up the top floors or the labs down below, that would have been another 1d4. But even so, you still got down to the basement and had a good look around here and found that corridor. Now, skills that you've ticked, roll them. Yeah. So you're looking for failure, and failure will add 1d10 to each one. But succeeding, nothing. Now, nah, success is... You've just got a success. What, what if you and match it? Max is 99, right? Darn it. Oh. If you match it, that's... If you match it, that's still a success. Okay. So, yeah, you want it one point higher. And, uh, Max is 99? Uh, it can go, in theory, um, above that. Oh. But if you, because if you roll zero zero, that still counts as a skill increase. Oh, that is still yeah, zero zero is still a failure. So therefore, you can still add one d ten. If any of you get skills that go um, to the point where they equal or exceed ninety, that will also give you two d six san. Sweet, and and this is for everything except the Cthulhu Mythos skill, correct? And credit rating. Those are the only two that don't advance in the same way. This is terrible. I'm like succeeding in all my roles. <laughs> I can't push it, can I? <laughs> well, bad news no. for, for Gilly. My charm has gone up considerably, so uh, Zoe's going to be uh, quite happy. The lesbian. <laughs> not anymore, she's not. No, she is. Uh... Do language skills go up the same way or not? Yeah, yeah okay. same way. Oh, Gehard's going to... Like fluent in everything by the end of this well, fucking game. <laughs> Nakal just went from forty-eight to fifty-two. Okay. Nice. And I, the only, I failed every. I mean, I passed. Or the only thing that went up for me was occult, psychology, and Nakal. I had, I had fighting brawl go up by three. I had locksmithing go up by eight. Nice. Psychology went up by one. Yeah, I went psychology as well. I got, uh, I got five on psychology. And my, my cat. Cat language went up by nine, so it's up nice. to Oh, mittens will appreciate that. Everything now, else, I, I didn't get a skill up on. Only those four skills. And now that I now that I have an eighty psychology, I'll be even harder to. Uh, oh, see if I'm lying. 
My mechanical oh, repair went up by 10. I somehow oh, went nice. through this the last part of the chapter without an increase in intimidate. Well, I didn't use it at all, so I didn't get the uptick it. Uh, that'll be why. Because I was at 86. I'm so close to that 90. All right, so shall we end it there and then? Uh, yep, then, then we'll we can pick chat up. Afterwards. We'll pick up when the lights come back. Cool. Our players included Stuart Lively, Jason Milnichok, Morgan Llewellyn, Zane Fleming, and myself with, Mar with Matthew Sanderson as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good game. Thank you.